You're listening to South Florida's Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Hi, this is Karen Hubbard. Join me Monday through Friday at 5.30 a.m. and 5.30 p.m. for WCNO's Community Calendar. Your nonprofit community calendar events should be sent to WCNO two weeks in advance. Our address is WCNO 2960 Southwest Map Road, Palm City, Florida 34990 or email us at WCNO at WCNO.com. The Revealing Truth Radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hi, this is Ed Myers, Realtor with Century 21 All Professional and member of the National Association of Realtors. Whether you are buying, selling, or renting a home, understanding the market can be essential. I'm a Century 21 top producer, recipient of the Century 21 Presidential Award, Century 21 Centurion Award, and Quality Service Pinnacle Award. I proudly serve the United States Marine Corps, and now I'm specializing in serving the Port St. Lucie, Stewart, Fort Pierce, West Palm Beach, and surrounding areas of the Treasure Coast. Real estate is the key to building long-term wealth. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or rent a home, a first-time home buyer, or an investor, letting an experienced professional with a proven track record can make all the difference. I would love the opportunity to help you. You can reach me by phone or text at 772-342-0047. Again, that number is 772-342-0047. Navigating the real estate market today can get a little crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 All Professional is here to help. Today on the Treasure Coast, the housing market is back in full force. There is a number of financing and home buyer programs. Understanding and incorporating the right program can be essential when purchasing real estate. It can also be very time consuming and painstaking. In short, the complexities of purchasing a home in today's market can be like riding on a crazy train. Home buying doesn't have to be crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 All Professional can help you qualify for up to $15,000 in down payment assistance. Find out how by contacting Ozzy Carbonell at 772-340-6076. Again, that number is 772-340-6076. Se habla español. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. It's pretty awesome, man, when you really begin to embrace what God has for your life and understand that your destiny is a whole lot more about what God's called you to than who call, who's God's called you to be. Because what you're called to do flows out of what you be. Amen. No, y'all ain't even going to help me. We're just getting started. Come on, somebody. Amen. Amen. Everything in life flows out of being. It flows out of what you've become. or in the, We're in the process of becoming everything that God wants us to be every day. So everything flows out of being. Because how many of you know your behavior will always follow what you believe. If you believe a lie, you behave a lie. 
Come on, if you believe the truth, then you behave the truth. If you believe something that's not true about yourself, then the Bible calls that a stronghold. It's a high imagination. And if you believe that, then you'll filter every decision you make through a false belief, and you behave what you believe. But how many of you know if you get the truth, the revealing truth of God, the truth of His Word deep down in your heart, then all of a sudden behavior will begin to line up with what you believe, and then you'll begin to live the destiny that God set before you. And ain't nothing can keep you from that because you just be. Somebody ought to shout, I just be. Praise the Lord. Amen. Touch somebody and say, I'm ready to be. So we're starting part two on our counterculture today. Amen. Last week I talked to you a little bit about how the kingdom of God flows from the basin and how to be the greatest in the kingdom, you become the least. To, to, to really have more responsibility in the kingdom, then you become the servant of more. How I many you know everything flows out of a servant's heart in the kingdom of God? Jesus said, I didn't just come to save, I came to serve. Come on, amen. If you're going to get your way to your destiny, then you're going to serve your way to your destiny. Uh, it's not about climbing a corporate ladder. It's about serving. Somebody ought to shout, it's about serving. Amen. Mm-hmm. But this counterculture kingdom we've been talking about is really, it's really so foreign to us in the natural sense because it's really the opposite of everything we know to be true about life and how to achieve things in life, how to, how to acquire things in life, how to be our own boss, manage our own affairs. The counterculture comes in and says the opposite. It's kind of like an oxymoron. Come on, how many know you? How many remember what that is? An oxymoron. So if you, well, you need to enroll at St. Lucie Christian, we're going to help you. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. It's sort of like it's a fine mess. That's an, if somebody said that's a fine mess, that's an oxymoron. How about an accurate estimate? How about this one? Adult children. A new classic. Somebody shout oxymoron. Amen. Hmm? So we're going to talk a little bit about how come the kingdom of God is almost opposite of everything we embrace. It's the mirror. It's the reflection. It's an upside-down kingdom. Come on. Up is down. Down is up in the kingdom of God. Today, I want to talk to you about how God takes nobodies and turns them into somebodies. Praise the Lord. Hmm? I mean, really, the kingdom of God specializes in using misfits. No, you didn't hear me today. I said it specializes in using misfits. You say, well, pastor, I'm not a misfit. Well, you better become one because if you're fitting into the world, then you ain't fitting into the kingdom. But if you're fitting into the kingdom of God and the counterculture, then you're a misfit to the world because you can't fit in both. Praise the Lord. Amen. Somebody ought to shout, I'm part of the kingdom. Touch somebody say, hello, misfit. Go ahead. Don't take it as an insult. Take it as a compliment. Because it's good to not be fitting in with the world. I can help you right now. If that's all all you came for today, you got everything you need. Say, hello, misfit. Praise the Lord. Our text today is Acts chapter 1, verses 1 through 8. Acts chapter 1, 1 through 8. The former account I made, O Theologus, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach until the day in which he was taken up, after he threw the Holy Spirit, somebody say the Holy Spirit, had given commandments to the apostles who he had chosen, to whom he also presented himself alive after his suffering by many infallible proofs, being seen by them during 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. Being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You have heard from me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will you not at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? 
and said to them, It's not for you to know the times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority, but, somebody shout, but, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses. Somebody say, You shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Acts chapter 4, verse 13 in the New Living Translation says this. The members of the council were amazed when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, for they could see that they were ordinary men with no special training. Well, I fit in that category. Ordinary men with no special training in the Scriptures. They also recognized them as men who had been with Jesus. Slap somebody high five and say, hello, nobody. You're about to be a somebody. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you today for the ability to preach and teach. Lord, I declare that your word is alive and real. I thank you for the revelation of your kingdom, Lord, flowing into our lives today. Put me on like a coat and wear me. Let my words be the words of your spirit. Give me entrance into every heart, every man and woman and child in this place today. God, I declare your truth would reign. Change us, God, from the inside out. Equip us, Lord, with your word. And cause us to encounter our destiny like never before today. Father, I declare this in Jesus' name. If you believe that, say amen. amen. Say hello, nobody. You're about to become a somebody. Now, how many know the book of Acts is, a, is a, a historical book? It's a book about the beginning of the church. It lays out about the first 30 or 40 years of church history so that we can go back and look at the book of Acts and understand how the church got started. It was written by a doctor named Luke. He also wrote the book of Luke, the gospel of Luke, that detailed the life and times of Jesus, who he was, where he came from. He talked about his authority, how he went to the cross, how he resurrected from the dead, and then he documented for the next 30 or 40 years the beginning stages of the church. And today we understand how the church got here because of Dr. Luke. Everybody say, thank you, Dr. Luke. Hmm? Also during this time, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, Luke tells us that Jesus walked around on the planet for 40 days with many infallible proofs that hundreds of people saw him, had conversations with him after he resurrected from the dead, and he detailed to them and demonstrated to them how kingdom life was supposed to be. So Jesus walked for 40 days after his resurrection, not just through biblical accounts, but also through other historical accounts, many proofs that he was raised from the dead. If you don't think Jesus was raised from the dead and you think it's some kind of old story, you need to get your brain checked. Many books have been written and many eyewitness testimonies testified to the fact that he rose from the dead. Matter of fact, 2,000 years later, billion people across the planet celebrate today the fact that Jesus rose from the dead. I think that's pretty awesome, don't you? Praise the Lord. Amen? But how many of you recognize during this 40-day period that Jesus had gone into another dimension multiple times. He had ascended into heaven multiple times during this period. It wasn't just at the end of the 40 days where he ascended in a cloud and he looked at everybody and the angel said, what you looking at? You got stuff to do. Come on, somebody. But he was in and out multidimensional during this 30, 40-day period. Remember when he come up out of the tomb, he told Mary, he said, don't touch me. I have not yet been to my father. A few days later, he said, it's okay to touch me now. Thomas, put your hand in my side, fell the nail prints in my hand. Why did he do that? Because he had been multidimensional. He went from one dimension to another dimension multiple times during this 40-day period. So it wasn't like he was walking around for 40 days and then went to heaven. Him and God was in and out of communion all the time. He was manifesting himself in heaven. He was manifesting himself in the earth for 40 days. And he did that not just to be, to be weird with people. He did it to live as a demonstration of how kingdom principles and kingdom protocols should operate in the earth. And he showed the disciples 
disciples through demonstration that it wasn't just about what he was teaching them. It was about how he lived his life, that, that there is a spiritual world and there's a natural world that you can go in and out of. How I many know there's a spiritual world? There's another dimension of living. We can't always see it, but it's there. Somebody say it's there. Amen? Huh? So Jesus was teaching them a lesson through demonstration. He was always trying to teach the disciples lessons through demonstration. If you look back over the account of the three years of his life, he demonstrated quite a bit. Come on, somebody. Amen? Huh? And he was trying to teach them about kingdom principles that he'd been talking on for the last three years because he wanted them to move into a place of faith where they understood that there's a new culture that is manifesting in the world that is counter to the culture that exists. And the only way they're going to be able to access that culture is to be able to operate by the Spirit of God. Praise the Lord. Amen? So he's not just manifesting in the physical for the last 40 days. He's also manifesting himself by the Spirit, and he demonstrates the kingdom. And now we're going to take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship service starts at 10 a.m. Truth Church is a non-denominational Pentecostal church that has been serving our community for the last two years. There is a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church. Whether it's our monthly senior meetings, children's church, or youth group, there's something for everyone. We've been experiencing a powerful move of God in our services, and we would love for you to come and visit with us. If you're new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest, and then you will be our family. Truth Church, a place for the whole family. Hurricane Irma ripped through the Caribbean, destroying some islands with up to 90% devastation, sustaining 185 mile per hour winds, making it a record-breaking hurricane. It destroyed homes, flooded cities, and killed power to millions of people. Devastating floods affected all of us here in Florida and left many people homeless. We will pray for patience, love, and guidance in this time. In Florida, we're survivors. We will rise up, rebuild, and stand together and become even stronger than we were before. So we're asking you to help us support the hurricane relief effort by texting IRMA to 772-800-2464. I mean, you know, in tradition, traditional churches, especially in the United States of America, through the last generation, we have made the kingdom of heaven all about dying and going to heaven. Come on. I mean, back in the 70s, all we talked about was, I fly away, oh glory, I fly away. Remember that? Just get me into heaven. Hmm? Everybody just going, I can't wait till Jesus comes. I'm going up in the rapture. Well, how many know it really ain't about going up and going to heaven? It's about bringing heaven here. Praise the Lord. Come on, amen. Hmm? We got this thing stuck in our head that glory land's off somewhere else, but glory land ain't off somewhere else, ladies and gentlemen. Glory land's right here. It's a change on the inside that manifests on the outside, amen? The truth is, Jesus said this. He said in this first sermon that he ever preached this concept, he said, listen, ladies and gentlemen, the kingdom of God is at hand. It's right here. 
It's right in front of you. You can't see it. You might not be able to tap into it, but it's right here. It's multidimensional. It's right in front of you. The kingdom of God is happening right alongside you. Somebody shout, it's here. Mm. And not only is it here, it's a continuation of being here. And not only is it a continuation of being here, it's going to fully manifest and the glory of God's going to cover all the earth when it comes to the culmination of God's salvation. Come on, you ought to read your Bible because it's in there. I ain't making this stuff up. So I don't, if you were raised in traditional church, I don't want to bust your bubble, but somebody lied to you. Come on. You ain't got to die to go to heaven. You can live and go to heaven. No, you ain't going to help me, but that's all right. Come on, amen. Don't look at me like that. I'm just reading my Bible. Come on, just read your Bible. Touch somebody say, just read your Bible. It's all in there. Hmm? Matthew 4, 17, he starts his ministry by saying this. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's everywhere. It's here and now. It's moving. It's manifesting. Come on, God don't live off somewhere. He's in everything. He's everywhere. All the time, all present, all powerful. That's some good stuff, isn't it? Praise the Lord. Amen. There's a time Jesus takes the, the disciples up on this mountain. It was called, we call it the mountain of transfiguration. Come on, and Jesus again, he's beginning to do a demonstration for his disciples. And he walks up and he's talking to Peter John. And he's over here just talking to Peter John. And all of a sudden, whoop, spins around. Now he's talking to Elijah and Moses. And Peter's like, whoa, wait a minute. Maybe we ought to build a tent. This is cool. Moses and Elijah's here. But what Jesus was doing by demonstration was he was showing them that there is a very real spiritual realm that coexists along with the natural realm, but this other realm is called a supernatural realm. Look, Elisha in 2 Kings, Elisha in 2 Kings chapter 6, he's getting ready, he's out there talking to the king of, some, uh, king of Israel, and he's telling the king of Israel all the plans of the king of Syria. And the king of Syria said, I'm undone. I can't get wrap my mind around this. How's he doing that? And the guy said, well, they got a prophet over there called Elisha. And he hears the voice of God. And God is spying on you, king. So the king gets together and sends a task force over there to find out where Elisha is, gets him in the town. And Elisha's servant walks out and finds out the whole city is surrounded by Syrians. He runs back to Elisha and he tells him, he says, man, he said, we're surrounded. Elisha said, no, we're not. So what do you mean we're not? There's Syrians everywhere. There's horses. There's chariots. There's weapons. There's Syrians everywhere. And Elisha said, Lord, open his eyes. And all of a sudden, his servant began to see in the spiritual realm thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands of surrounding the Syrian army in a heavenly realm. Come on, somebody. Praise the Lord. Amen. See, God never dealt with this thing that there's a spiritual and a natural. We deal with that. God just has all. He's just all in all through all. We got spiritual and natural because we've come from a fallen state. We somehow believe we get in here on Sunday morning and this is the spiritual world. And Simone hits a high note and we go, ooh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Huh? And then we believe we go to work on Tuesday morning and everything in our life is all of a sudden is natural. It ain't like that. 
When you become a born-again Christian and step into the spiritual, you come to church in the spirit, you go to work in the spirit, you go to bed in the spirit, you wake up and eat breakfast in the spirit. Why? Because you have transferred yourself from the spirit of the, the kingdom of darkness over to the kingdom of light. And now you live in a supernatural world. Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, I feel the Holy Ghost. The spiritual world is just as real as the seat you're sitting in this morning. Just as real. You just got to have spiritual eyes to see it and spiritual ears to hear it because it don't work with your natural eyes and natural ears. You got to use your spiritual ears and your spiritual eyes. Amen. Because if you don't, you'll just believe that everything is made up where you live, what you drive, where you work, what you do, what you wear, and how you smell. And that'll be the existence of your life. Hmm? You'll believe that the natural world is the thing that dictates to you your life that you live. And you will believe a lie and it will rob you of your destiny. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hmm? But what about Nicodemus? He come to Jesus in John chapter 3. He said, he said, Jesus, tell me about this thing. He said, ain't nobody ever talked the way you talk. Ain't nobody ever done the things you've done. I, I, you, people with blind eyes get healed. People with leprosy get made whole. People that are deaf get healed. How do you do that? And Jesus said to him this. He said, you cannot see the kingdom of God until you've been born again. What's he talking about? Until you get a brand new spirit, until your spirit's made alive. In other words, the entrance into the counterculture kingdom is by the spirit. You ain't never going to get there in your natural body. Your natural body perceives natural things. Your spiritual man perceives spiritual things. Praise the Lord. Amen. So here's Jesus for 40 days. He's demonstrating to the disciples the kingdom. Now watch this. He's demonstrating it to the kingdom, and they just start asking a bunch of questions. They're like, Jesus, you know, hey, are you about to set up this thing? Are you about to overrun Rome? You're you going you to establish your kingdom right now? In other words, Jesus, when are you going to be the big boss? You know, when, when are we going to be in power, Jesus? Uh, you done rose from the dead. You're doing all this good stuff, and we're ready to take on Rome, Jesus. And Jesus said, hey, don't worry about that. That's in the Father's time. That means that's in his, that's in his determination, not your determination. That's up to the Father. Come on, amen. It's, it's the culmination of the Father. That's when the Father makes them decisions. He said, this is what I want you to do, amen. He says, I want you to establish my kingdom, and here's how I want you to establish my kingdom. I want you to hang out in Jerusalem, get up in the upper room, and wait till the Holy Ghost comes. You going to establish my kingdom? Hang out in Jerusalem. I mean, that ain't what they was looking for. Praise the Lord, amen. Listen to this. In other words, this is cool right here. He said, this is how you're going to establish your kingdom. Be filled. Somebody say, be filled with the Holy Ghost. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. Amen. Come on, say it with me. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. They said, Jesus, how are we going to establish your kingdom? Jesus, when are we going to set all this up? When are you going to rule and reign? When are you going to become the ruler of this world? He said, be filled with the Holy Ghost. I mean, everything that you got to deal with in life, that's the real answer right there. Just be filled with the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. Amen. He didn't tell them to go out and tear down statues. He didn't. Uh-huh. He didn't tell them to protest in the street. He didn't tell them to burn cars. He didn't tell them to riot. He didn't tell them to get on change.org and start a petition and have all your friends sign the petition. We're going to bring the kingdom of God. He didn't say go to Washington, D.C. and march around the monument and talk about how bad it is. He said... Be filled with the Holy Ghost. 
Somebody shall be filled with the Holy Ghost. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. Consider a school where children learn to love, where learning is inspired, reading is an adventure, where students have time for creativity, math, and logic, where truth is taught along with history, literature, and technology, where respect is modeled by please and thank you, where innovation and leadership are fostered while planning out college and career paths. This is the future of St. Lucie Christian students. We are now enrolling kindergarten through 12th grade. Full scholarships are still available. Find out more at stlucychristian.org. Navigating the real estate market today can get a little crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 All Professional is here to help. Today on the Treasure Coast, the housing market is back in full force. There is a number of financing and home buyer programs. Understanding and incorporating the right program can be essential when purchasing real estate. It can also be very time-consuming and painstaking. In short, the complexities of purchasing a home in today's market can be like riding on a crazy train. Home buying doesn't have to be crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 All Professional can help you qualify for up to $15,000 in down payment assistance. Find out how by contacting Ozzy Carbonell at 772-340-6076. Again, that number is 772-340-6076. Se habla español. Ignite Your World True Church and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Fellowship of Churches and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Fellowship exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Fellowship of Churches. For more information on joining the Destiny Fellowship, go to destinyfellowship.tv.
in our hearts, Lord, in the nations, awaken Yeah. 